today I was uh, reflecting while preparing this gospel, and what came back to me quite a bit was the thought of a theologian of the last century um, who would speak often of cheap grace and costly grace. And it seems that in our church, both this church and the larger church, church, let's say, that often we think of grace as a cheap grace. It's important to recognize this in us, that grace is something that can be merited by doing this or that. It's a cheap grace, really. If I make it to Sunday Mass, can I be saved? If I do this action and I do that action, can I be saved? Will I make it to heaven? Is God's grace in me? If I tithe properly, would I therefore be saved? If I do good for the poor, am I therefore saved? If I care about people and I'm a nice person, am I saved? All those things are cheap. They're really cheap graces. If we can make it to heaven just with that, that would not be enough. And that's not the grace that Christ gives. If it was to even be going to Mass daily, it still would be a cheap grace. It's not enough. It's important to recognize that we who are Catholic very often were born Catholic and raised Catholic. Very often, not always. But even if we weren't, if we were converts, coming in late in life, very quickly we get used to everything. And we presume that we're saved because we do all these actions or things. We could even say those words, I believe. We could say those words, I hope. We could say those words, I love. But if it was just that, it would still be cheap. It would be a cheap grace, easy to get. Other terms are such things as cafeteria Catholic, where you go into the cafeteria and you pick and choose what you want. You engage on this or you engage in that. But that's a different concept than this concept of cheap grace. Because very often, when we think about it, we think that God is love, and therefore we're all to be saved, and everything is easy. When it's not, God doesn't want cheap things. He wants something more. And it's important to begin to recognize that grace is not cheap, it is costly. The Beatitudes are there to cry this out to us, that it is a costly grace. The grace was so costly that we find the source of it in crucifixion, in the crucified one. 
so costly is it that God will not be satisfied unless you give all of your heart and all of your soul. All those actions are not enough. Being a good Catholic, quote-unquote, is not enough. That will not guarantee that you will be saved from hell. It's only really giving your heart, giving your all, in a true faith, hope, and love. It implies all those things, yeah, because if I give my heart, I'll do all those things, right? It implies those things and no way contradicts. But it would be cheap if you could do all those things and not give your heart and still think you would go to heaven. God would not be satisfied with less than your heart, less than your soul. And so he'll say things such as, happy are you when people hate you, drive you out, and abuse you, denounce you, your name as criminal on account of the Son of Man. Those are pretty radical words. And they can't be understood if we think that we'll be saved by a cheap grace. Because that's costly. To love Christ is costly. It's so costly that he's saying to you, you will give your whole heart. You will give everything. And you will be so given, your heart will be so in love that even, even to be called, I don't know, um, called names, called a criminal, for me, for your love of me, you will rejoice in that. It's so costly that it will strip you of everything else so that the only thing left in you is to say, I offer my soul to you, God. I offer you my all. So that your dying breath, you'll look back on your life and you'll see everything else was useless, pointless. Besides this crying out for God. And it's very costly. So that in this case, I would prefer to lose my entire reputation and be thrown on the street rather than to lose the love of God. For nothing else has value if I do not have God, if I do not have the presence of Christ. Nothing else, not our work, not our friends, not even our family is worth it without the love of God. It is costly. So costly that he says, happy are you who are hungry now. Happy are you who are hungry now. If it is that hungering for what is just and right and true, hungering for something more, hungering for the love and the government of God, hungering for the justice of God, you are happy already, for your heart is already in him. That true happiness, that true blessedness, only comes from a total love. 
Alas, you who are rich. This version gives us even curses. In the proper translation, it says, Woe to you, woe to you who are rich. And we obviously mean spiritual riches first, being attached to things. But it's easy to say it's spiritual, but I don't know about you. For me, I do get attached to material things. It is including the material. And we live in a first world country and we have plenty of material things. And so this one is directed to us crying out to us to be detached or to be pulled. The grace of Christ is costly. If I wish to have the grace of Christ, I have to be willing to sell everything to buy that precious pearl. That precious pearl. Alas, for you that laugh now, if you find your joy now in worldly things, and do not find your joy in God. Alas for you. But Elisa says something I like a lot. Um, it says, happy are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. It means we will laugh in heaven. That's one of the more beautiful things. One of the only passages that indicates that we will laugh in heaven. That there will be laughter. There's something beautiful about that. I never fully realized that. And so... If we're to walk away with anything in this homily, let it be that, that there is only one grace and one salvation, and that is in Christ and his church, because they are one. And that salvation is costly, not cheap. And any time that you think that you are saved, try to figure out if it's a cheap salvation or a costly one. And if it's that costly one that doesn't settle for anything less than your heart, than all of who you are, then it is the salvation that comes from Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.